Hello, my baby. Hello, my doll. I'll chat with Lister as far as the fall, because this podcast is made for love. Welcome to Supercast Brothers. I'm Jono, otherwise known as Jonathan. I think you forgot the line, hello, my ragtime doll. But yeah, uh, Xantok, Lister, you know the deal. Who else would be here? It's just him and me. Oh, God, yeah. him and me again. It's him and Why? me again. It's me and him and me well, and him. Somebody send him help. We've had help I, a few times with some I, lovely I'm guests. I'm in a state of Maybe emergency right now, and there's no toilet paper, and I need help. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> we were down to three rolls yesterday, <clears throat> went to the store, and there ain't nothing there. <clears throat> you know, we are living in pretty dire times. When we look back on this COVID-19 era, in history it'll be rather interesting we'll be having our flesh burning off saying hey that was pretty tame compared to now but for the time being it's just kind of volatile a little bit and and sad we felt there's Very. a lot of things being canceled and a lot of i wish you were canceled. things being missing well if i were canceled that mean the podcast were canceled yes. that's one way to take it anyway whoa you got a lot more free time for select start gaming now don't you Oh, that's also canceled. Oh, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Sleep. <clears throat> are you going to dedicate yourself to writing a memoir about our friendship? <laughs> Funny jokes. Funny jokes. It's a lot better than that joke of an assistant you came up with. Uh, which one was that? Do we want to go back and roll over that? No. Was it Bob and Bob? We don't want to mention it ever again. Okay, I thought Bob and Bob was pretty if good. If I could, I would edit it out of that episode. <laughs> I do not have that power. Fuck. You you technically do, but... <laughs> I mean, it's already uploaded, so no, I don't! Alright, and if you want to check that out, just check out the previous episode, episode 14, Smashtopia, a sister of the extravaganza. That was good times. Mostly. Mostly, yeah. Mostly. Well, in the, <clears throat> in the meantime, in the meantime... We have another Smasher Dash. How about that? How about you smash and I just dash away? Like, bye. That could be taken a lot of ways. That could be I taken. Know. Yeah. I'm running away. <laughs> I'm leaving you behind that it... in this toilet paperless wasteland. Have Who fun takes with the poison sumac leaves. I, okay. I, I sure will. I, I live in Arizona. There's a lot of cacti I can use. Can I just say that if. You are buying 300 rolls of toilet paper. You're a fucking and you, idiot, and you deserve to burn in hell. That, too. And if you legitimately need them, you had a problem a long time before the coronavirus. Yes. So, uh, good times. The coronavirus is bad. It's not the plague. It's not civil war. Why are people crazy? Social media. Maybe because... Yeah, pretty much. But social media is also what keeps us with tens of viewers. Tens? Tens. You mean twos? No, Maurice Lamstra just uh, joined our Facebook page last night. Oh, I don't know who that is, but welcome. Neither do I. I mean, it's a good thing, isn't it? Just yes, having actually, fans yeah. come out of nowhere, so that's pretty good. I mean, I'm glad You're we're more growing. You're welcome to make comments on this video as well and call us out for being dicks. <clears throat> oh, man. Specifically, that him. might keep him around longer. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do that, I refer to you. I, I mean, hey, you, hey, you know you've made it. You know you've made it in life when you have trolls. 
That's true. Now, you may recall we had trolls as far back as... Oh, I know. You're a probably troll. Probably 2008. Oh, yeah. I was a troll back in the day. The things that I did on GameSpot forums when I was 12 years old, those the, are good times. The things you did on Mercurio's forums when you were 12 <laughs> years old. Well, there were there was worse on Mercurius at the very least. Comrade. <laughs> Let's yeah, make exactly. Dynasty Warriors moveset for you. Yes. I shall oh, make man. all of the characters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's okay. the Smasher Dash episode. Is every character from Dynasty Warriors. Versus Goku. So, versus Goku. I vote for Some every Goku. Dynasty character. Okay. <laughs> Whatever they're called, I vote for them. Every character from the soap opera Dynasty? Yes. Or are we talking about the reboot that's also, on the CW? Also, the that bullshit sucks. Voldemort's daughter from the stupid Harry Potter cursed child that makes no sense and they broke all the time travel rules that were already established. Yeah, I'm calling that shit out. I'll take so Goku you want over the... that. <laughs> I'll take Goku well, uh... and Smash over cursed child existing. Let me start with that one right there. Yeah, I'm fucking you know controversial what? over here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it is 11 p.m. at night. I give no shits. <laughs> Which is also a good thing. I, thought again, it was... I have no toilet paper, so there you go. <laughs> wow, hey. coming full circle, huh? Oh, man. Uh, I have just jokes. imagine Voldemort and what had to happen for him to have a child. Yeah, supposedly it's something about, oh... Must make sure my legacy can't start. I was like, this is the guy that doesn't believe that he's going to die because he has all the horcruxes and they're going to keep him around forever. Why does he need to have a kid to extend his legacy? This makes no fucking sense. No. Fuck you and fuck the bullshit you wrote up on. Are we talking about Voldemort here? I'm talking about the writers of Cursed Child. I was going to say, because Voldemort... And I the use the word writers thing, I mean... very loosely. Because, because it's a script, yeah. Well, I mean more mean because it just sucks. I read fan oh, fiction okay. better than that shit. Did you write fan fiction better than that? We can we can start. I have not, but um, isn't hasn't that been on our agenda for agenda? I don't know my words tonight. Hasn't that been on our agenda ever since <laughs> Supercast Brothers started? We we're gonna do that Smash Brothers story. Where'd that yeah, go? Yeah, but uh, into the into the wherever those children from Fates go. Oh. Yeah, it went I to that we didn't invoke fates here. <laughs> I thought this was a fate safe space. That's true, but that's why we need to rescue Smash Fiction from that realm. And one of these days we will. I'm not going to say we're not going to do it. Um, Smash or Dash. Siegbert versus Dwyer. Go. Uh, it's Dwyer. Come on. Okay. Of the two of them, it's got to be Dwyer. We... Siegbert is like a limp noodle. <laughs> well, some of our closest Fire's friends funny. are milk noodles. That's true. Also, <laughs> Including the real some of you is Ophelia. Podcast. Oh, well, yeah, she doesn't suck. She's like one of the few. Yep, one of the few. I think we've gotten a little yeah. bit off topic, though, which is funny because that's not our episode today. No, actually, is there too much Fire Emblem in Super Smash, in Super Smash Brothers podcasts? The answer may surprise you. Okay. We're actually talking about other another RPG franchise of Nintendo's a little bit later, but this Master Dash episode, yeah. Um, I don't know Nintendo has Final Fantasy. 
you may be surprised. It might be Hironobu Sakaguchi who's going to be chosen. My God. But <laughs> our pairings this time. Let's let's dig into it. It's uh, for starters, two characters that I would say we chose because they can be. Uh, how do you say echoes? Yep, yep. And uh, and a little later on in the broadcast, we're going to go into three Pokemon. Leafy boys. Three leafy boys. Three grass starter Pokemon, which we inexplicably do not have in Smash as playable characters. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. But thank goodness we have Incineroar. And we're about to get Wulu, so I'm happy for that too. I mean, no, Wulu's a spirit. We can't get Wulu. Ah, damn it. Okay. We can get Bidoof. Well, I am okay with that. Let's go for it. I am not. Okay, so I guess without much more teasing, we should announce our first pairing. Indeed we should. So we have two characters that uh, would make very easy <coughs> Echo Fighters uh, for the future of Smash Brothers. One of them has already been in, this, in an alternate costume twice, and that is Elf from Pikmin 3. His opponent, Black Shadow, a well-talked-about character, both between us and the general Smash community, uh, from the F-Zero games. Some people say, yeah. hey, introduce F Black Shadow, and he can take over Ganondorf's old Musa and then give Ganondorf a new one. I mean, I'm yeah. on board with that. However, is that going to be how we're discussing him today? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Black Shadow, though. I mean, otherwise, in the F-Zero scape, he was conceived in F-Zero X in 1998 on the Nintendo 64. Wait, he was conceived in F-Zero X? What the fuck? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was a playable racer as a as a new, as a not even born yeah. baby. Yes. What the shit? F-Zero gets weird, man. This is some Bio-Miracle, what the fuck, level of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, Bio-Miracle Bokute Black Shadow. Uh, Oof. Black Sh yeah, so he's, uh, as they say on the F-Zero fandom wiki, he's the cold-blooded king of evil, feared by all. So there you go. This is another good move for the potential whole Ganondorf thing. Uh, anyway, he's uh, not much is really known about Black Shadow outright in the games. They're, they're racing games. And uh, F-Zero GX introduced a little bit of a meager story mode, but mostly it's Captain Falcon's a bounty hunter. Black Shadow is a very top-level criminal. Yeah. yeah. So, and whenever Black Shadow's part of a race, you can expect him to get into some uh, crazy shit. Like, he will cheat. Ram you off the track. And he will ram you off the track. He'll cause explosions. He will do whatever he can to win and to basically hunt down Captain Falcon is his number one mission in the races. Because Captain Falcon is able to capture all of the people that work for Black Shadow under him, often. And that makes Black Shadow mad. So therefore, they're nemeses. And otherwise, Black Shadow is basically almost a caricature of evil. Like, he is just shown to be an extremely cold and cruel villain who is a crime boss and he will and he only really cares about people if they serve a purpose to him so in a sense he's, he's a sociopath in a sense um and then he appears in the anime some and i wish i could tell you more about it 
but I don't remember the anime that much. It was kind of entertaining, though, that era when we had all of those di different video game shows at once. Anyway. It's definitely not a video game that I would have expected them to make a show out of. It's like, hey, look, we got a racing game about a bounty hunter, but he doesn't bounty hunt, he just races. We can make a show out of this. <clears throat> uh, Okay? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and if it... If... <laughs> Whoops. If it means anything, his machine is named the Black Bull. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there. <laughs> and he also works for Deathborn. That's also true, yes. You, you think he's the big bad villain? No, 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 it's Deathborn. What is Deathborn? I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a robotic fucker or something. I don't know. He, he's on the yeah. subject of the episode, so we really don't give a shit about Deathborn. Yeah, I mean, he does things that are pertinent to the plot of F-Zero GX, and that's about Deathborn as we need to go. Yep. So, Black Shadow's opponent in this Smash Dash is none other than the very young Alf. So, Pikmin 1 and 2, they both star Captain Olimar in the leading role. He's crash lands on a planet, or in the case of 2, intentionally lands there. Uh, uses Pikmin 2 to fight some mysterious beasts, and either brings back, like, missing ship pieces or treasure to be sold. The second game introduced a partner for him in the form of Louie. And then the third game, that's not Olimar. That's not the SS Dolphin. Who the hell are these three? Instead, they gave us Alf, Brittany, and Charlie, which was the engineer, botanist, and captain of the ship. You think, oh, hey, since we had Captain Olimar, we'll be playing as Captain Charlie. Well, I mean, technically, you're right, but if there's a main character to the game, it's actually more like Alf. They don't really have a main character necessarily, but he's... It's who you start with. It's, it's who you start with, and also all the three characters' names come from Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. So, you know, the first one kind of doesn't mm -hmm. make sense that he's the leader. Well, not the leader, but again, the main character of the game. Mm -hmm. He's also the closest to Olimar's um, uh, bodily proportions, which is why he was made a alternate costume in Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate. Uh, there's really, really nothing much to him other than that, that he's an engineer. He helps uh, repair the ship and <clears throat> command Pikmin. All, all three of the characters that can do that. So that's something nice that they all have to them. Mm -hmm. he, he's fairly basic of a character. They don't have, they all have a little bit of a personality, but it's not necessarily a whole lot. And mm -hmm. as for like capabilities, I mean, just like Olimar, picks up Pikmin, throws Pikmin. Punches things. And he, yeah. And he's like as small as a quarter. Oh, smaller. Even way, smaller. Way smaller. And, and he, uh... The, the characters likes... in the Pikmin games are minuscule. True. I would not and be surprised he, uh... if the human eye couldn't see them. That's too bad. I, I, I want to feel more in touch with my Pikmin side. Why are you like this? I feel like a pink Pikmin. Right. <laughs> Alf also likes freeform jazz. I thought that was an interesting tidbit from his wiki page. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yeah, a little My Miles Davis going. He's going to start dancing. Well, I think his Black Shadow will never dance. Named Drake. And his grandfather also built their ship, the SS Drake. 
Wow. And he's allergic to mangoes and avocados. Really? He's not, he must not be a very good millennial because he's not going to be eating that avocado toast. No, if you're allergic to mango and avocado, you pretty much revoke your license as a Californian. That's a shame. Good thing I'm not in California because I would probably would not ever eat avocado. California. Okay. Also, it says here that his height is approximately <clears throat> 1.6 centimeters. Wow. I wonder what else comes out to that measurement. I don't know, and I'm not looking up at this moment then. <laughs> okay, pretty interesting. Now that we have some fun facts about Alf that may or may not factor into how we proceed with this first pairing. Sure. <laughs> um, I guess let's just get into the meat and potatoes of the thing. There's Black Shadow. There's Alf. Who are we going to pick? So the funny thing is, <clears throat> I've actually made both of these characters on Smashtopia. True. I actually forgot about that until like just now because I was thinking this is like, oh yeah, I made moves set for Alf, and I was trying to think of like how could he be different from Mola. I was like, oh shit, I made Black Shadow too. Oh fuck, <laughs> I forgot I did that. That was the very first submission I put on the site. Oh yeah, yeah, and he was intentionally on their design to be a clone. <coughs> I I went in that into that intentionally, kind of dealing with the whole mindset of, hey, let's base him more off of Ganondorf. He's going to be a slower, more... How, how do I put this? He hits harder than what Captain Falcon would, but in a more uh, focused way. Whereas Captain mm -hmm. Falcon just like, I knee you. I punch you with Falcon Fist. Black Shadow's one's like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking beat you into the ground. Mm-hmm. That's something that you and him can relate on mm -hmm. as a, when, when putting me in few no okay good and then alpha uh, i pretty much just took uh olimar's smash four or well, yeah his smash four moveset at the time and I th i'm not looking at it but i think i kept that intact and i gave uh alf some of some of his old moves from brawl that he doesn't have anymore like the pikmin chain actually that's a lie i gave pikmin chain back to olimar and i have alf take over <clears> the <throat> pikmin because the wing pikmin are from his game it just makes more sense yeah that's true also, I really like using Pikmin Chain and Brawl. That was one of my favorite moves for Olimar to use. Yeah, me too. It, it was it was a fun it was a fun bridge. We can build it and reach return to platforms together. It is a lot better than either of Joker or Byleth's grappling moves that they have for their up special. Those two moves suck. Pikmin Chain was great. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, shoot, maybe there's even more ways to make Pikmin Chain. Uh, more utilitarian in a coming smash by having it pull down on opponents or something. I don't know. But I either, don't way, know. either way, it, it factors into it. You want to bring the chain back. Custom moves are gone. That's a factor for Alf. That's kind of maybe a, a point for him. Absolutely. That you have, you have that extra move from the past that people generally loved back. Uh, also, as far as Alf goes... It's just the whole indignity of having a character be an alternate costume. Twice. In Alf's case, twice in a row. Uh, the Koopalings, that's one thing. That makes sense. Alf is totally his own character, totally from his own game. There's really nothing that connects him and Olimar in the same way Bowser Jr. is connected to the Koopalings. 
Right. It's like, what on earth is happening? I agree. Um, that 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 and Krom being in Robin's Final Smash Jill are my two big pet peeves about Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that for <clears> Smash 4, <throat> there were originally going to be four uh, alternate costume characters. Alf, Lucina, Dr. Mario, and Dark Pit. And they said, mm-hmm. oh, hey, look, we've got time to make three of these into actual characters. And I, I understand. They picked, uh, they picked the other three and they didn't choose Alf. I get it. I don't have a problem with that. Ultimate is where I have a problem with it, where they create, oh, hey, look, we're doing this whole uh, Echo character concept thing. It's perfect for what those alternate costumes we just had were. So we're going to have Lucina and Dark Pit. It'd be uh, Echo Fighters. But we're going to have Alf still be an alternate costume and then bring in Krom instead. What the fuck? I know. No. No. <laughs> fuck you. Krom's not yep. even cool. Ooh, I think everyone agrees with that, actually. Uh, that's not true. Krom is popular. Where? In the Fire Emblem fan base? Have you not been paying attention? Eh, I, I guess he's he's better than some other characters, but well, he's also not very interesting. It's like, I've, I've played Awakening. Krom mm-hmm. was... <coughs> okay. Mm, milk toast. But per- personally, for me, if uh, Awakening has to have two playable characters in Smash, obviously Robin is one of them. The second one, I mean, I guess if it has to be one of the main characters, Lucina. I don't pick Krom. I don't pick Krom. <laughs> Lucina is a lot more interesting than Krom is. Krom is That's your true. standard prince boy. Lucina is, hey, I came from the future. Shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting now, things there. Krom, not so should be there. N- not, not the great big lobster, no. No, no. Okay, no. I thought that was me. No. Okay. Well, we can return to that later. Is there too much Fire Emblem in the Super Smash Brothers podcast? Why are you doing anyway? <laughs> going back to an old joke. Uh... <laughs> it's not even an old joke. You've said it twice in this podcast and never before. That's not an old joke. That's you I trying know. to make it... something into a thing. It was an old joke thirty minutes ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And we haven't even um, thirty minutes. Really? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's that's good to know. I, I was. Any I was kind of wondering. Ways ignoring your dumbass. Oh yeah, black black shadow. There's there's a guy whose shadow is black, and he's dressed like and a bowl. It's, he's kind dressed of. like a bowl, and he has a, a black it's more like bowl a skin suit, uh, latex <clears throat> uniform with two big old horns on the side of his head. Yeah, he's uh, you know, black shadow. That outfit would probably be well renowned in certain cult circles if he, he became a popular. He looks like a nineties comic book villain. That's also true. A lot of F Zero <laughs> characters look like they can cross over into some like fucking uh like Mr. Freeze uh I mean you have the skull, you have Phoenix, you have Mr. and Mrs. Arrow, Zoda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of them look like comic book villains. Which one was it? Batman Forever, I think? Oh. Yeah. Wait, that was hold on. that was Are a good time, about... right? Yeah, yeah. Batman Forever was the third one I want to say then it was Batman and Robin was after that okay okay Batman and Robin was the one with uh fuck <laughs> trying to remember shit I'm I'm thinking about the one with Michael Keaton yeah it wasn't forever yeah I, I don't know which ones had which Batman I do not know okay that. I just okay. know the villains oh no no George Clooney sure. I'm glad we're on this subject why George are we Clooney talking about Dan- Batman movies again 
Danny DeVito as the penguin. I don't watch that uh, one. Nope. Yeah. We don't, we do not yep. talk about the penguin. We do not. <laughs> so F-Zero characters look a lot like that era of Batman movies. Sure. In the fucking <laughs> ways. We got Elf. We got Black Shadow. What's interesting about them? Honestly, not much. I'll talk to no, no, not, not, not much. No, like, the characters are both boring. Yeah, it's like and, I, I will yeah. never be excited for either of these characters to join Smash unless Black Shadow is getting in purely because the Candor is getting his own moveset. Then okay, sure, I'll get excited for that. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, both these characters to me are hey, if they have open slots for Echoes, you both are fitting. I'd be okay with you joining as Echoes. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck. I don't. Yeah, I agree. To to quote co- to quote Kendrick Lamar, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I'm just gonna move past it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Black Shadow would be a stronger, more intentful Captain Falcon. Essentially, I'm sure there's some other things that he could potentially do if you were to make him a semi clone or a pseudo clone. But for the most part, Black Shadow exists as an embodiment of evil. He's a boring character who is just the antagonist of F-Zero. Yeah. Well, while he F-Zero would... has a literal evil clone of Captain Falcon, Lloyd <clears throat> Falcon, Black Shadow is mm-hmm. more like the antithesis of Captain Falcon. He is supposed to be similar, but the opposite. Yeah. His villainous, yeah, exactly. his villainous counterpart. Mm-hmm. That's also true. Um, and then Alf is basically the sub for Olimar in Pikmin 3 because Olimar is too busy being, uh, you know, kidnapped. A that too, yeah. So, uh, and Alf introduces other types of Pikmin forms you could incorporate into the moveset. I'm wondering where Rock Pikmin were in Ultimate. So yeah. there's that to work with. So if I remember correctly, they were considered they considered having Rock Pikmin <coughs> in Smash Four, but they were just like, eh. Honestly, they what they should have just done is okay. If you're playing as Elf, we're reskinning Rock Pikmin over Purple Pikmin. Done deal. There, you don't got to do anything else. Of course, then we still have the White Pikmin, and that's kind of weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another move that I was thinking of: you have a Pikmin chain. Yes. Uh, if you wanted to differentiate someone like Alpha, you can have him have the Pikmin go into chain formation, except then use it in a spinning tornado attack. Where you move from like, side to side. Are you sure you're not just talking about Wonderful 101? Maybe. Because that sounds I, like a Wonderful <laughs> 101 thing. Maybe, maybe it can be. I'm not sure. I've actually I've never played much of Wonderful 101. Yet you to love that. to talk about it years ago. <laughs> Because I thought it would be great for Smash Inclusion. <laughs> Despite having never played more than 10 minutes of it. Yeah. Wow. And how about you? How much have you played? I played the demo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, I am not immune to buying and playing a game purely to research if it's good for Smash. Hello, Astral yeah. Chain. Exactly. How's it going? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not a bad game, though. <laughs> not a bad game. The no, story was no. not great, though. It was kind of basic. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, back to Alpha Black Shadow again. Mm-hmm. So, um, Black Shadow, 
Um, the only kind of thing that I can think of that could be another move for him, and maybe it would be like a side smash or something, or a side special. I don't know. Um, or actually even a standard special in replacement of something like the Falcon Punch. You can have him use the horns on his head to impale opponents instead. I'm pretty sure for me, I just made it be Falcon Punch, but it came out with a bull instead. And I was like... Oh, I like that. Bull Punch. Uh, I don't... No, I didn't call it that. Bull of Punch. I'm I'm trying to remember. I'm going to look up and see what I can... (coughs) Try and find it. All right. I did not call it Bull Punch. I can tell you that. that (laughs) Instead, I actually called it Shadow Dash. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. Good old Shadow Dash. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Shadow Dash, Black Shadow will wind up a fist and then dash forward a short distance as he unleashes the energy of his punch, hitting anyone in the way for a strong amount of damage. Uh, and instead of being a fiery falcon, it looks like a dark bull. Shadow dashing forward, instead of like standing still and punching, he charges forward <coughs> like a bull and then punches you. Nice. So maybe that's good, that's maybe that idea. could actually be altered, like you were saying to you, where he's charging at you with his horns, and that would make more sense. Yeah, it could potentially. Yeah. Um, I I just know a horny guy like him needs to get around. Why are you like this? Um, he has horns on his helmet. Okay. And he he could incorporate them into his moves. Uh, he can he can smash up his opponents with the horns and then impale them with them and slam them back into the ground, kind of like Kelly's idea for a Dimitri with a spear. Yeah, that could be something. Uh, and I can see him just being more brutal than Captain Falcon. Oh, absolutely. his whole his whole character is just not caring about shit. So he can stomp opponents into the ground quite literally. So there's ways that you can. Give him new melee attacks for standards too. If you wanted to differentiate him further, just make it brutal, and it would work. I mean, speaking of, I'm looking more at my Black Shadow submission here, and the down special I have is Bull Charge, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as the count as the opposite of Falcon Kick. Instead, he literally he literally charges forward with his head down like a goddamn bull, and if he connects with the player, he headbutts them up and launches them into the air with his horns. <laughs> But if you use it while you're already <laughs> in the air, Black Shadow will instead dive straight down, attempting to spear any players in the path on his horns. Wow. So there's actually quite a bit that could be differentiated between Black Shadow and Captain Falcon. Oh, absolutely. It's more like and... it's more like what I have here is similar themes to what Captain Falcon's moveset is, but <clears throat> flavored, you know, like a charging bull. Yeah, I like it. And is he going to have a voice actor similar to Meta Knight? Why would he? The run of the bulls. I don't know what the fuck you're referring to. <laughs> well, we'll go over it later. It's it's a regional history. Um, so I, I don't know. That's pretty convincing for Black Shadow. Um, I quite like the idea of having that sort of different spin on Captain Falcon's moveset and actually being quite a bit different from Captain Falcon ultimately, or at least being able to. If he were incorporated in Smash purely with Ganondorf's moveset uh, per even Melee, just for the sake of having Ganondorf be differentiated finally, that would be more than fine by me too. 
but um, but the more unique, the better as well. And that's for any character. Agreed. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and then Alf. I mean, Alf is just Pikmin. Doesn't need a second character, not necessarily, but I think it's a series that is more in the limelight than F than F Zero is now. So maybe there's just that quality of where if you want to keep it as a factor, it's like, oh, maybe it deserves it more. You know, that sort of thing. The, um, the question of deserve is always a sticky <clears throat> one whenever it comes to franchises and characters in Smash. But I can mm -hmm. say that if Pikmin ever were to get a second character, Alf, at this point in time, is the log logical choice. If Pikmin 4 Same. comes out and it stars Olimar and Louie again and the three characters from Pikmin 3 are nowhere to be seen, then I think mm -hmm. Louie takes that position back again. But right now, yeah. Alf is the next best choice. It's just a matter yeah. of... Can you make Alf interesting and different from Olimar at the same time? Right. And right. I personally have a harder time with that than I do with Black Shadow. Not because you can, not because there's not more that he could do, but because look at, at the very least, look at the special moves here, which is what a lot of people tend to use uh, when saying <clears throat> if a character is a semi-clone or an echo or whatever. It's not, it's not just special moves, but that's what the majority of people tend to look at. And if you look mm -hmm. at them... You have you have your standard move of, okay, pick Pikmin from the ground. Your side is throwing. <coughs> your up is well, it was either a Pikmin chain or it was flying up with winged Pikmin, and the down was calling a Pikmin back to you that had gotten separated from you for some fashion. And with mm -hmm. the exception to the up special, I don't know what to change there because it feels like the standard, the side, and the down all need to stay. <clears throat> I. You know what you can do. No, what were you gonna say? Sorry. I, I didn't know what I was going to say because I, I can't think of anything to change those three moves, but to yeah. keep the idea of a captain commanding Pikmin in there, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I do have an idea. It's if uh, what if you got Elf really angry and turned him into punished Elf, and he had just his his face just becomes totally red. And, it, and he becomes brutal like Black Shadow. And that's the opposite between Alf and Olimar, is that Alf has this very angry disposition compared to Olimar's more studious nature. And so Alf just has the Pikmin out and throws them and, and moves them around like there's no tomorrow and doesn't care for their safety. And he turns them into a chain and makes it into a whip like Simon Belmont's. And they keep on dying and he keeps on replacing them every time that he uses the whip. Uh, with without any folly, without any sec forethought whatsoever, and he just fights without abandon. I know you're referencing something when you say Alf punished or a punished Alf, whatever the hell. But I have no idea what you're referencing. <laughs> and so the entire know. thing is lost on me as you just being an utter buffoon, like usual. And what if he like could turn the Pikmin oh, into God. a bazooka? But I left what my bazooka pick... at home. What if Thanks the Pikmin? For... Thanks. <laughs> what if the Pikmin uh, turned into a body shield around Alf to try and protect him from himself? Again, that's already Toad. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, I guess uh, I think I, I think I know where to put my vote. Yeah. It's on me finding a new co-host. Okay.
Who's it going to be? The winner of of the Smasher Dash? It's going to be Kelly. Yeah. She's a she's a nice lady, and I'm I'm happy to work with her. But I don't know oh, if she knows about Smash Brothers. James Comey. What I said, call me. What the fuck? <laughs> Clean well, out your goddamn ears. I, I know choose... there's no Q-tips right now in stores, but fuck's sake, dude, wash your damn hands. <laughs> I choose um, Black Shadow. I do the. Shall we count down? I already uh, said my vote is Black Shadow. I choose the Black. Black Shadow. Yes, you do. Yes, I do, and yes, we can. Thank you for believing in this campaign. Why am I still here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I, there with a lot of nonsense involved there. That's the first of our Smash or Dash <laughs> pairings for this episode. Black Shadow reigns supreme over Elf. Uh, I mean, both mm-hmm. characters... What it, what it really boiled down to is, while both of them are easy bets for Echoes, one of them could have made a lot more interesting than the other and be a lot more unique than their uh, base character. Elf, yeah. I mean, you have more personality than Black Shadow, probably. You definitely do mm-hmm. more in your game. But there's just not much that we can really do with you in Smash to make you different enough from Olimar, while at the same time keeping the Pikmin elements as part of your moveset. It's just it's just not there. Yeah. It's going to be a no from me, dog. Same. <laughs> so that'll bring us Which to is our surprising. Second... What? I mean, you think that's surprising? Oh, I was I was I no, not really. I'm just a I was a, I'm a mild champion elf more more so just because of the injustice that he's already been served in Smash. Fair. But at the same time, I don't feel passionate enough about the character or the moveset to support him black shadow while just kind of a walking trope um is far more interesting a character design and far more interesting with the possibility of his moveset as well as the justification of including him even if he were a straight clone for the sake of ganondorf there's so many different ways to go there with black shadow as opposed to something that seems pretty pedestrian with elf it's true now we could easily get both in the next smash and i'd be fine with that but for the sake of this, Black Shadow it is. Welcome to Smash. Mm-hmm. Alf, Thank you. Get dashed. <laughs> there we go. We, we kicked him out. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah. So, on to our round two. The main event where we are not going to meander as much as with the first one. That's probably my fault. It's always your fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. So, so for this one, we were we were thinking, okay, we want to talk about some Pokemon. A lot of people want to have mm-hmm. a grass starter. I mean, we've got uh, not not counting the Pokemon trainer because it's got three Pokemon in one there, so it's kind of its own separate thing. We've got Incineroar, and we've got uh, oh, I guess just Incineroar now. We just have Incineroar as a fire type uh, starter in Smash. We've got Greninja as a water type starter. Where's that grass starter? People want yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good question. But the question, the hard question is who? Because I'll mm-hmm. be honest, there's a lot less grass starters that I think would fit one well smash than fire or water types. 
the fighters from archetypes, yeah. I can more easily see the majority of them working in Smash. Some, some of them, maybe not. Imbor, that that one's a little rough. Uh, Primarina, eh, I don't know about that. Darmanitan. Well, too well. Darmanitan is not a starter, but I would love to see Darmanitan be playable in a fighting <laughs> game. Please, he's so cool. Mm-hmm. So we decided between the two of us to narrow down the now eight grass-type starter Pokemon into just three for today's discussion. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some people that are saying, well, what about this one? What? Why not them? I think it should be them. You're welcome to think that, and I would love to see your argument in a comment, uh, either on our Facebook page, our Discord, YouTube channel, or wherever else you can leave a comment. Please, give us your argument. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the three we decided to discuss are Superior, from Generation 5's Unova region, Decidueye, from Generation 7's Alolan region, and Rillaboom, mm-hmm. from Generation 8's Gala region. Rillaboom. Rillaboom. That, that, just, uh, that, just, that just flows right off the tongue. It's a good name. It Honestly, is. all three of those are pretty good names. Most of the stars, I think, have good names. I agree. And then I there's agree. the Wacky. The Wacky. <laughs> Fucking really. Also, one of the oh. worst mid-tier starter designs, period. <clears throat> Holy shit! It's bad. <laughs> I agree. It's it's basically just a uh, they stretched Grookey's they stretched yeah. his torch though, and they gave him a second stick. Congratulations, yeah. you're evolved. Congratulations, you've hit adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what's funny about this is my history with Pokemon is as kind of dwayned over the years like you are by far the pokemon encyclopedia between the two of us and who's more passionate and kept up with the series i actually exactly exactly i've played up to a certain point but i actually fell off um not because pokemon is uninteresting to me but because kind of like how i treated animal crossing for a long time before i'm finally getting back into it with these horizons it's just uh the same formula you know what to expect it's very um, reliable in that sense, but you can also just feel a little samey. And then right around the time Generation 5 came in, uh, black and white, um, kind of divisive entries in the series, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... For multiple like, reasons. For Jake, like that, he's like, black and white were my favorite. For me, I'm like, black and white were so bizarre that they kept me away from the rest of the series and I just became disinterested. But, it took me over two years to finish Black and White, probably longer than that. <laughs> yeah, my my remember now. My last the last Pokemon games I had were X and Y. I just couldn't commit to it after after X and after. Y wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, it just, was just, just having it felt like like great, awesome. Agreed. We love the three D <clears throat> renderings that you've done. This looks cool. I don't know why mm-hmm. we had to have Whismer with a butthole, but hey, whatever. <laughs> but the characters in the world just felt so empty and barren mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's just for the sake of them first being in 3d they thought that would be enough um but yeah just having that triple whammy pretty much black and white black two and white two x and y i was like holy moly we've obviously hit a rut yeah <laughs> um and i and it's funny because sun and moon became kind of a champion of of revival and then sword and shield are a little bit more controversial than that but uh, but more or less, Generation Five was the last Pokemon series generation that I remember, 
and that's I, I why think I will go ahead. People would say that Gen Five was the last really great generation. We got a lot of stuff in Gen Five. That's also true. That's like, also while, true. While black and white games were controversial for multiple reasons, you could tell they still put in a lot of effort. I can't say that about Gen Eight. Oh yeah, I can't. Of course, I mean the deck scandal and all, for starters. Um, but that's a whole other soapbox for a whole other time. Ooh, this is not Pretty a Pokemon much. podcast. No, it's it's a podcast about Pokemon. There's a difference. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, Superior um, was the last fully evolved uh, starter Pokemon that I ever remember committing to and having. Um, and it, given it had a it, Superior has a pretty cool design. The whole idea of having this kind of snide Pokemon. Uh, like Snivy evolve into royalty over time. That's pretty entertaining. It is. Um, and the des- design is cool. Uh, what what I enjoy um, about Superior, as opposed to Decidueye and Rillaboom, I'll say forthrightly, is the design of Superior. It does not have limbs. I mean, it doesn't actually, have that's limbs. not true. That is not true. Superior really? does have limbs. They're just super, super tiny, thin, flimsy arms. Are those what those leaves are? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That is hilarious. I, I kid nice. you not. I've never, ever, ever noticed that. Uh-huh. Nice. Wonderful. They're pretty shit. Not gonna Well, lie. doesn't that make it even better? Well. No wonder we've chosen this reptilian Pokemon over Sceptile. I mean... I think what it, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to how would it hold items? Yeah, I Tail. guess. Yeah, I I concur. No, I actually was giving it a plus for being so snake-like. Because they could have easily gone further with Superior's design, made those limbs longer, and been like, uh, what the hell is this? Tentacles. <laughs> so, oh boy, the tentacle Pokemon. I think we already had one of those too. We have several of them. Nice. Uh... I would not call them nice. (laughs) Tangela for Smash. We're done. Um, So, yeah, Superior. Um, To my knowledge, there also wasn't a very high anime appearance for Superior. But uh, nonetheless, you have a number of grass moves that could be incorporated into its moveset that I think would be interesting to see coming from this sort of physique and from this sort of character that is a Pokemon that's known for being so royal and gallant that just a stare from it would be enough to halt opponents in the tracks. I think there's something you can do with that there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, I mean, and It would have a very we... unique uh, body that you can use in fighting. It's going to have a unique style and how it moves, jumps, gets around. Mm-hmm. It's got a unique potential. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get too into that, I guess that uh, I'll leave it to the boy who's actually played the games past Gen 5 to dish out for Decidueye and Rillaboom. Mm. So before I get into them, I do want to go ahead and mention that something that I always find funny about whenever Pokemon games are first going to their hype cycle and they're showing us the new designs, we see the first forms of the starters and we're just like, oh, I like this one, I like that one. And when the starters for Gen 5 were first, <coughs> I was like, oh my god. I'm Team Snivy. 
holy shit, before we even know his name, people were calling him Smugleaf. And I still wish oh, that was yeah. his name. Yeah. That was a brilliant name. Truly amazing. And I thought mm-hmm. Oshawott's design was too crowded. Like, there was just too much mm-hmm. going on there. When I later learned that he could take the shell off of his body and use it wep- like a weapon, I was like, okay, I like that. That makes your design yeah. a lot better. And then mm-hmm. Tepig is all right. But then we saw Tepig's yeah. evolutions. It's just like, oh, oh, God, no, <laughs> no. And, and then when we get to those final evolutions, people are just like, okay, so I thought I liked this one. I don't anymore. And when we saw those final designs, I was like, all right, I'm Team Oshawott now. Sorry, yeah. Ivy. But Oshawott's evil family is better than yours. For one thing, it doesn't have to deal with Servine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. while Superior is okay, I've always liked Samurott better. Yep. But this do. ain't that song, and this ain't that band. I don't know what that means, Those... but I, I assume you're saying that we're not discussing the three Unimin starters against each other, so I should move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, yep. Oh, Although no, I, no, do, no. I do, I do welcome Poplio to the discussion i do not welcome popular discussion who is my least favorite starter in all of pokemon <laughs> it is got a terrible design brion is even worse prove marina okay sure not bad but i just still get through poplio and brion first <laughs> my eyes. now would you rather have brion playable in smash or would you rather have brienne of tarth playable in smash? brienne of tarth okay uh, easy Easy go, right? Easy go. <laughs> okay, onwards. So, moving on to our next grass-type starter. Uh, we have Decidueye here from Generation 7, which is the same games that Incineroar comes from. And we kind of we were kind of debating, do we want to even <coughs> consider Decidueye since Incineroar is already representing Generation 7? And what we mm-hmm. basically came down to was, fuck it. It's our podcast. We do what we want. Plus, who's to say that Incineroar <coughs> is going to be in the next Smash game? We That's don't know. also true. In a better tomorrow. Are you going to let me get through my thing or not? That's what you I fucking thought. You can get to your thing whenever you so, want. So, Decidueye <laughs> is a quite unique that it is grass and ghost typing, which while it's not the first grass ghost Pokemon, <clears throat> it's not even the only one in Gen 7. <laughs> Hi, Delmies. <laughs> but it's the first starter to have ghost as a secondary typing. We all know mm-hmm. that Pokemon starters are always grass, fire, and water, but sometimes <clears> those <throat> secondary typings are interesting. Empoleon, yeah. water, steel, did not see that coming. The mm-hmm. Sage Wine becoming grass ghost, didn't see it coming. The starting form was grass flying, and everybody seemed like, oh, okay, it's fun. It's going to become a grass flying owl at, in the end. That's what it will be like. Nope. Mm-hmm. They shocked us all. <laughs> And it's quite interesting because of that, because having the ghost typing, there's a lot of different moves that now it can use and could potentially have in Smash. Uh, Astonish. Uh, mm-hmm. Shadow Sneak. It's got its own signature move, that Spirit Shackle, which is essentially it's fires an arrow from its uh, from its feathers. Because, yeah, this fucking thing fires arrows that are its own feathers from its <coughs> wing like a goddamn arrow. It's from, a, like, a, I mean, like a bow. It's... It's a great design. I love it. They turned Robin Hood into an owl and made him into a Pokemon. What? <laughs> also, they apparently killed him because he's a ghost, but whatever. And that one move itself, Spirit Shackle, can... Um, I think it locks down an opponent's move? 
if I remember correctly. No, it just stops them from fleeing or switching out. That's what it does, which is still an interesting effect, which no other yeah. grass starter can do. Mm-hmm. There's there's certain moves that pretty much all grass starters can do. Like you got your razor leaf, you got your uh, leaf blade. Okay, they don't they don't all have the same ones. But they have the general themes of throw leaves, hit with vines. Mm-hmm. Easy bets. But the situation's got that little bit extra to him. Uh, he's, I believe he's one of the, I think he's actually the most popular design for the stars in Generation 7. Just because of the fact that he's a badass owl. Whereas uh, Incineroar does have his own popularity, because particularly among wrestling fans. Because Incineroar is designed to look like a heel fighter. He is mm-hmm. the bad guy in the wrestling ring. He's going to fight dirty. He's not. He, he will bite your ankle if he thinks it'll help him win. It's it's all a yeah. show, and then there's Primarina, who's a mermaid, and I don't think can work in Smash. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll, g- I'll give Superior the nod, but Primarina, I just don't see it. So, uh, Incineroar is the bad guy, huh? Yes. Duh. All right. I I understand why Incineroar got into Smash. Because mm-hmm. you can do, you can make an interesting wrestling move set with that. <clears throat> but there's a lot of other characters that you could have made a wrestling move set out of. Heihachi, yeah, the Star Man from Pro Wrestling, or any of the mm-hmm. other characters from that game, really. Pico. Pico, yeah. Reggie. Fizume, yes, of course. <laughs> and also the Reggie Pokemon. What? Yeah. What are you talking? They can be about? wrestlers. What Reggie Pope? Oh, like Reggie Steel. I gotcha. No. Yep. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, you thought there was a Reggie Fizzum? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to figure out who you were saying was a Reggie Fizzum Pokemon. Like, yep. I, I'm I'm sure there could have been something that you could have come up with an argument for. I just wasn't accepting Reggie's the Reggie Reggie Ice Reggie Rock <laughs> Reggie Steel. I, I was yeah. not expecting that's what you were going with. Yeah. God damn it. God fucking damn it. Okay. Okay, so dis- Superior Decidueye, I think there's a certain grassy Kong. Yes, there is. Rillaboom, which <coughs> honestly looks a lot more basic than I, was consi- than I thought it was going to be. Uh, whatever rumors were coming out about what the Generation 8 uh, Pokemon were going to be like. He, he literally mm-hmm. just looks like a gorilla with leaves on his back and he carries around a wooden drum. Yep. And not the kind of drum that DK uses either. Oh, no, this is a oh, big, no. uh, like a Tycho kind of thing. I don't know what that means, but I'll trust your word on it because you're a music guy and I'm not. <laughs> so Rillaboom, again, one of the three starters from the uh, Gala region. And it's been the first time since Generation <clears throat> 2 that all three starters have been monotype. They're just straight yeah. grass, water, fire, no additional typing. And in that respect, you could argue that, oh, so that means they have less that's to them, less, less that can be done. Hmm. Sure, that's mm-hmm. technically true, but Rillaboom does have some interesting moves on its own. It's got drum beating, it literally beats out notes from its drum, it pokes you mm-hmm. with branches, it will roar, it'll punch <laughs> you in the face with its massive fists. Again, it's got Razor Leaf, it's got the Wood Hammer move, Boom Burst. I mean, it's got it will soon have a Gigantamax form where it creates where it doesn't have just a drum, but it has an entire drum set. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what all the different drums are called, but it's got, like, the one where you hit the pedal to bang the big drum in front of you. It's got the cymbals. It's got the whole damn thing. <laughs> nice. I don't know what a fucking yeah. drum set has, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Catch me a brand break. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's more than just surreal. Like, you, I understand people call it, oh, it's Donkey Kong with leaves. You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> there is more to it than just that. Yeah. Yeah, like, ultimately, they'd probably fight differently enough to where you can't say it totally straight that it's just Donkey Kong. Right. Like, is mm -hmm. it my favorite grass starter? <clears throat> no. No. That would be actually disintegrating. <laughs> Um, but I don't think it's a bad design at all, and I think it's actually pretty cool that they did that. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm. Uh, if anything's going to get me to play Gen Eight at some point, it's going to be the Magic Music Monkey. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Considering yep. that the other two starters are Fire Bunny Soccer Star and Water Lizard Super Spy James Bond. Yeah, I mean, kind of interesting, but hey. <laughs> at Honestly, the end of the day, I like right? Inteleon a lot. A lot of people yeah. hate how skinny it is, but I think it actually really works. Oh, so do I. So do I. It, it, it fits the James Bond aesthetic for some reason. I can't quite play, place why. Actually, I can. It's kind of like a Pink Panther kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. And also the finger guns remind me of our Kellen. Why? Because he always uses finger guns. <clears throat> But uh, enough about that. I think it's about time that we finally get into pitting these Pokemon against us and against each other, rather. And I guess also against us when we dash two of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to fight them. Okay. Yeah. Well, that probably wouldn't turn out very well. We'd probably get a razor cut or something. Or worse. <clears throat> or worse. Uh, we might get wrung out. Yes. So that would not be good. Or hit with a magic stick. Or, or. Uh, Vines. Ghosted by an owl, yeah. All sorts of things. All sorts of things. Earthquake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who can use earthquake? I, I assume really. Boom. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and I, I imagine that that would be like really boom slamming on his drum, and then causing an earthquake. Probably, yeah. Slamming the drum. That would be. Ground. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, I can. To Superior, the, I think the, the best thing that we have going for that, again, is the body type. You have this very snake-like Pokemon, despite the arms yeah. <laughs> that it has. <laughs> um, like Deadpool. That makes... Yeah, exactly. Um, so, now I have that image stuck in my head. Either, either which way. Superior's best thing is the body type. Yeah, um, so, so you I can think, have very snake-like attacks. Yeah, so some moves that I think would work well for Superior. <clears throat> you've got your Vine Whip, your Leaf Tornado, Leaf Blade will work mm -hmm. very well with that tail. Solar Beam, Leaf Storm would make a lot of sense. Brutal Swing, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Grass mm -hmm. Saw, I could kind of see. I mean, Razor Leaf, Magic Leaf, they're kind of the same deal. Uh, Twister, you know, he literally just makes a tornado <clears throat> by spinning his tail around. And I mean, yeah. all three Grass Stars have access to Frenzy Plant, so. That one can be on any of them. Yeah, and then and then like grab could naturally be its grab can naturally be something like coil the tail. And, yeah, and it and and, and out can be coils yeah. around you and brings you in closer. Yeah, it's a natural choice. That that would that would be pretty cool. Um, just just picture the way that it moves. It's it's like having. Oh, the... dude! Uh, yeah. The the um, you know how when you grab an opponent instead of throwing them right away, you can just. Uh, punch them a little bit before throwing them. Yeah. What if that was absorb? Oh, hey, that works. And then you get a little bit back out of it too. Yeah. 
that would be interesting. That would actually <clears throat> give a reason to use grabs more often. That's true. Um, theoretically, any gra of these grass Pokemon could do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Except it wouldn't look, look but, quite as cool. I was yeah because it's wrapped around. You're you're ringing them out. That's like you, you're using like three different moves at the same time. Yeah. So that's uh that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then of course there's also I'm looking here gastro acid. Surely we can use that. Probably. <laughs> and uh, and again it's Lear is famous. I'm not sure how that could be invoked. I guess as a down special, but it seems a little uninspired ultimately. Yeah. Also, Mewtwo kind of has that kind of deal. Yeah, Lear could just be a taunt in Superior's case. I think it's important to the character, but it doesn't have to be a move. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, no, there, there's there's a way to to make it interesting, and I think that we've about found it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that uh, Decidueye. That comes a lot simpler. I feel like out of the three Pokemon we're talking about today, Decidueye is coming into this. Honestly, in my opinion, probably with the being the probably the obvious choice. Only it has an awesome design. It has great typing. It uses its uh, wings. It uses its feathers as bow and arrow. I mean, what on earth? Mm -hmm. So there's 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 plenty to work with. A lot of different ghost type moves as you've already established, and it's just coming in it coming in here with the hope too. All that hopeful energy, because we wanted Decidueye and not Incineroar to begin with, and speculated for years on end with most of the community. Yeah. Oh, hey, Decidueye will probably be in Smash. Oh, never mind. So I, I think it's it I think it's a fair statement <clears throat> to say that the majority of the speculation community thought that the Pokemon we were going to get for Smash was going to be Decidueye. There were some mm. people that said Incineroar. There were some people saying Buzzwole because they want to make swole jokes, which. Come on, guys. Neil, like, Thank God that didn't choice. happen. Let's be honest. Here. I, I was mm -hmm. personally, well, Decidueye was what I would love to have. Tapu Koko was my number one hope. Because I thought that would be fucking badass. Yeah. Why are yeah. so many of the good choices electric types? I don't know. And then, and then there's uh, Alolan Raichu would have been good. Niki yeah. Lego would have been good. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, the, I actually had or made a Decidueye. Your, your oh, favorite. Yes. I had, of course, made a Decidueye moveset in anticipation of the character getting to Smash. And I had come mm -hmm. up with Spirit Shackle for the standard special, which kind of feels like the one <coughs> you have to have. Mm -hmm. And then I had Leaf Blade for the side special, where it comes in the form of a long sword made out of leaves. Nice. And you, kind of, if you can kind of do it like a uh, similar, in essence, to Marth's Dancing Blade, where it's a combo attack that you can change by what directions you're hitting. Mm -hmm. uh, his up special was Leaf Storm. Uh, Leaf Tornado just kind of like surrounds him and <coughs> rides it around in the air. It doesn't throw him up, but it's more like he's riding it through the air as it lifts him forwards. Right. Uh, down special was counter move in the form of Phantom Force, where he'll kind of like melt into his shadow and then strike back. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Final Smash made a lot of sense <coughs> to be his, uh, his exclusive Z move. Sinister Arrow Raid, and it pretty much just looks exactly like the cinematic for that move in the games. And then the extra mm -hmm. skill was Grass Knot, where he'll kick a small little uh, knot of grass up, and if you run over it, you get you trip yourself and you take some damage. Nice. Yeah, pretty easy stuff. There's other there's it... other Pokemon moves that he could use. Uh, Razor Leap would make a lot of sense. 
Mm-hmm. Psycho Cut, I think, could actually be somewhat fitting. Mm-hmm. Shadow Claw, Brave Bird, Acrobatics, mm-hmm. Hex, <coughs> Hurricane. Mm-hmm. If they mm-hmm. didn't want to do Sinister Arrow Raid, they could always do Bloom Doom, which was the generic grass type C move in Sun and Moon. There's some interesting yeah. stuff there. He's basically like grass moves, flying moves, and ghost moves. Sweet Shucky Ducky. That's quite the ensemble. And uh, what of what of our pal Rillaboom? I honestly know the least about, so I think you should probably take the reins. All right, I can do, go ahead and do that. So Rillaboom, I mean, in Smash, I honestly do see him being initially treated as like, like his his character. If they're going to pick a character on Smash already to start building the data off of to build up Rillaboom, it is going to be Donkey Kong. There is no oh, doubt yeah. about that. But it's more mm-hmm. what else can they do with him? He can smack you with his drum. Easy bet. Punch you with his <laughs> fist. He could roar to give himself a stat boost with Noble Roar. Uh, one of Grookey has an exclusive move called Branch Poke, where he literally pokes you in the face with a fucking branch. <laughs> that would be a fun little move that they could do. Uh, Woodhammer, maybe he slams the drum down on the ground even harder than usual. And like mm-hmm. the vines kind of sprout up from that spot, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Boom burst. It could come in the form of Roar or in him drumming furiously on the drum and just sending out a shockwave of uh, sonic waves. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of feel like that should interrupt projectile attacks. Mm-hmm. That, that feels like it'd be a cool thing to do there. Yeah. Uh, yeah solar be. Beam coming out of the drum. Imagine how that would look. Interesting, yeah. Very interesting, actually. He mm-hmm. could fire off bullet seeds. He could, again, use Brutal Swing or Stomping Tantrum, which would be seeing him either swing the drum around or... I, I feel like Stomping Tantrum would be very similar to DK's Hand Slap. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind yeah, of makes I can sense. See that. Uh, he could mm-hmm. use Earthquake, but I feel like... Let's not. I, I feel like his other moves are just <laughs> a little bit more unique than what Earthquake would be. Because, again, True. Earthquake is really going to be the equivalent of Hand Slap again, which... <clears throat> meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah. could hyper voice, shriek. He could fire off energy ball, leaf storm. That was weird. Interesting. Uh, I mean, got frenzy plant again, like all the finally evolved grass stars can. And then Generation Eight also has the Dynamaxing, or and soon Rillaboom will have his Gigantamax form. So he mm-hmm. can do either Max Overgrowth, which is the generic grass type uh, Dynamax move, or whatever his exclusive move uh, will be when he gets his Gigantamax form. When the DLC campaign comes out, true, true. So there, there's, there's a fair Pause bit here. going for Rillaboom as well. So Rillaboom really is just kind of a big old magical ape. In in those regards, I guess we can relate to it. No, I mean, it, it would not be <clears throat> false to say that he is Donkey Kong with leaves and a drum. It's it's factual, but I do think he can be made more interesting than just that. Especially mm-hmm. because, let's be real, Donkey Kong's moveset in Smash isn't as inspired as it could be. Oh, yeah, it's as uh, as most of the original characters suffer from, too. Yeah, so Samus being mm-hmm. one of the worst. It wasn't really until Brawl, and especially Smash 4, when they started looking at, hey, this character, they should really have this huge aspect to them. Let's try making them as accurate to their games as possible. Mm-hmm. Melee, Smash 64, didn't necessarily have that. Some characters yeah. are fine. Yeah, Mario great uh pikachu mm-hmm. with the exception of soul bash which does not exist for him <laughs> great kirby i think is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. and then you have samus 
and Donkey Kong. It's like, you could use a touch-up. Yep. And then you go a little further, Sheik, this and that, this Ganondorf. and that. Ganondorf. Yeah. The they can make animals. Zelda just not suck, too. I do... She does have a good moveset, though, in concept. Yeah, yeah. Tier-wise, I'm, I'm mostly meaning. But, yeah. uh, yeah. None, nonetheless, soap, Soapbox over there. Yeah, R- Rillaboom is... Rillaboom school one. I'm I'm kind of into the whole magic of music thing going on. I think there's a... There's some sort of element of Japanese mythology, mythos, mysticism involved in the idea of this magic taiko drum. So uh, I, I do enjoy that call to naturalism, which is a big part of the culture that Rillaboom originates from being designed with. That's a that's an interesting aspect for the character that I think, uh, you know, it, it, summoning plants and whatnot from, from out of the beat of the music. Cool. But uh, let's see. So that's basically our run-through. We have Magic Monkey, also Donkey Kong, with grass. We have the ghost, the dark, the grass ghost, rather, who basically should have been in Ultimate, per our opinion, anyway. Yeah. And we have the kind of the kind of the underdog Gen Five uh, Snake Pokemon without any reasonable limbs. I mean, also so, kind of tail limb. I guess so. We need to have some sort of census where we ask people if they consider their tails limbs. Hey, do you consider your tail a limb? Yes. You have a tail? Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. In the meantime, ah, uh, gosh. It's kind of difficult. I would, I would be more than happy to see either of these characters in Smash. I'd be happy to see all three of them, although also confused. I would not want to see all three of them, because I'd be like, alright, <laughs> your court's correcting a little too much here. <laughs> yeah, because then we would suddenly have a lack of water Pokemon, and then we'd have a lack of just Pokemon that aren't starters. And then we have a lack of characters that aren't Pokemon. Is there too <laughs> much Pokemon in Smash? <laughs> I would like to name my Pokemon Wallheart. For fuck's sake. Yep. <laughs> no, for folk's sake is the blog that I write for. No. Yep. No, that festival got canceled. Yep. The festival did, but not the not the not not for folk's sake. Which we'll is a British based blog at which I'm the North American editor. Yeah, feel free to write a letter to your union. I will. Okay, good. Oh man. This is so, a difficult decision for me. It, it yeah, it really is. I mean I feel like all three of these characters <laughs> have potential. And mm-hmm. in different ways, I would love to I would love to have either one of them. Uh that there's pros and cons to both. Like for superior pro wise very unique body shape. People talk about how they want to have more characters that aren't just bipedal. They specifically generally mean more quadrupeds like Ivysaur or Duck Hunt, but Superior would fit that bill as well, and I think that'd be really cool. But attack-wise, mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit less exciting for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of where I come with some Superior. Decidueye, uh, hey, you know, one of the few grass starters that's not huge-ass and bulky. Look at Venusaur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meganium. Septile. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Torterra. Superior. 
uh, Chestnut, Decidueye, Willamoo, the vast majority of them are these big, massive, hulking <laughs> monstrosities. Decidueye is, <laughs> unless you count Superior, yeah. is really the only one that's not a big, bulky mm-hmm. monster. So in that respect, mm-hmm. I love the idea of Decidueye, and he would be, well, well the arrow, while having an arrow attack is starting to become fairly common with the various links, the pits, and Byleth. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Decidueye would still be okay because it's got all these other moves that it can do as well. The only thing that really hurts me <clears> with Decidueye <throat> is we've already got Incineroar. And unless we lose Incineroar in the next game, it would feel really weird to me to have two starters from the same generation. Would it be as weird as having Krom, Lucina, and Robin? No. <laughs> Wait, I mean, let me say that. I, I answered that wrong. Yes, it would be more weird than that. Because... Yeah. Fire Emblem, well, yeah, they could do a better job of spreading out their characters. It's it's different than saying, oh, hey, look, we have two of the three starters from this generation, but not the third one. And (laughs) and the other problem with that is, hey, look, there's eight generations of Pokemon. We've got several of them from Generation 1. we got one from Generation 2. Nothing from 3. We have a non-starter from 4. Nothing from 5. We have a starter from 6. Nothing, oh, now a starter from 7. And currently nothing from eight. To have two starters from seven would just feel wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if, if Incineroar is gone in the next one, then I'm good to say Decidueye. But we don't oh, yeah. really know that. It's it's impossible mm-hmm. to predict. Yeah. Rillaboom, its con is it's going to be compared to Donkey Kong. There is no denying <laughs> that. It's going to happen. It's going to be, hey, can they make him different enough from Donkey Kong? But pro-wise... Mm-hmm. That drum is actually really interesting to me. And yeah, seeing me what they too. Do, I feel like it would be the primary component in a lot of his attacks. Agreed, absolutely, because it's really what dis- differentiates him from any other character. Mm-hmm. Like, even if one of his moves is Solar Beam, <coughs> I feel like that beam is going to come out of the drum. Oh, agreed. And that that's an interesting aesthetic I hadn't, prior, I hadn't previously thought of at all. Mm-hmm. Plus, again, uh, mm-hmm. to Max as a final smash would be really cool looking agreed agreed so uh man ugh. interesting in- interesting uh way of approaching it and i and do you think that the way that rillaboom moves about would be compromised by the drum or do you think we'd ultimately be i i figure it can ca- rillaboom can carry it like a boom box kind of on its shoulder uh, I, I believe in Pokemon, <clears throat> it's actually said that it carries the drum on its back. Like, it just kind of, like, okay. stays there somehow. I'm not really sure how, but it does. And it just pulls it mm-hmm. off of there whenever it wants to use it. But, okay. um, now, now that you mentioned the whole boombox things, I do think that could be part of its, maybe one of its idle animations or a taunt. Oh, that yeah. That would be interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would be okay with that. But I also would not be surprised if in Smash, either they have it just, like, rest on his back when he's moving around, or we just isn't seen and then he just pulls it out of hammer space whenever he's ready to use it like link does yeah, that's boomerangs that's... or any other character in existence that's true that's true too huh goodness gracious there's a you know at the end of the day there's still three great choices i don't i wouldn't okay i wouldn't be mad if any of them were in smash ultimately I um i feel like i have my preference but i'm actually a little Still a little uncertain. Um, I, I'm very torn between two. 
It's it's rough. As am I. As am I. As am I. Um, actually, I'm torn between all three, <laughs> but I think I can. I, I think I think you and I may be on the same page about who we can eliminate. Shall Do we you think that we should that? go that way first? I mean, honestly, yeah, we, I feel like it's a good idea for any time we have more than two. Is <clears throat> after we go through the initial discussion, let's see. Okay, what's the weaker option? Drop that, and then we focus on the last two. Agreed. And uh, okay, you want to just do a countdown or just drop it? I think we just drop it. Okay, uh, superior. Superior. Yeah. I mean, I went into this cool, thinking it'd be unique, but of the three, I feel like it's less interesting. Agreed. And I went into this knowing that, and I was like, let's really champion this and see if there's a way to make it more interesting. And just well, because. We almost did, yeah, but just from having <laughs> just from having it be a snake and not really having many other options for a playable snake and snake the human being doesn't count. It's there and yeah. it would be cool, but that's also all there is to it. Meanwhile you have a character that is very hyped from Pokemon, probably the most beloved grass starter of them all, who people arguably really wanted in Smash Ultimate. Uh, along with all those ghost type moves, versus a character that with a giant ass drum that would make him really stand out, and and representing more of the current Pokemon era with uh, Gigantamax forms. So that's what we have to choose from for our top two in this last round of Smasher Dash today. Yeah. <sighs> And, I, I keep uh, going back and forth between which one I prefer better of between <laughs> Decidueye and Rillaboom. I'm coming with multiple arguments in my head about like, well, it's you should do Decidueye because this, or you should do Rillaboom because of this. Don't do Decidueye because of this. Don't do Rillaboom because of this. I'm just like, fuck, man. They're both really yeah. good choices. I'm having to come up with mm -hmm. constant arguments. It's like, can we just, can we just, where is our third guest that can help us out here? God damn it. Where's the Agreed. I mean, it could... <laughs> no, Shit. who knew that we would ever be asking for them so yearningly? But it's it's true. There, it's a it's a great final two to choose between, um, which is really saying something. Because back in the day, I think even just a couple months ago, or, at, or actually going into this podcast, I said it: Decidueye was the favorite to win. Um, but I, you've convinced me that there's a lot to pull from for Rillaboom too. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a little bit fond of the Grookey line as well. Um, so it's it's it is difficult. It is difficult. And as far as the uniqueness goes, you have a whole other subset of ghost type moves you can pull from for Decidueye too that were, as you said, unexpected during its reveal. Um so and then Rillaboom is a straight grass type, but then you have the drum, and the drum introduces all manner of ways to present those grass type moves and so in the scope of smash they may all be grass type but they're coming out of a drum it's going to be real different so <sighs> wow i think i wow. have my lean i have a lean as well shall we do it i, I would like to take the time to discuss mine first <clears throat> if you don't mind yeah, okay. And I, and I will also say, like, as far as I go, I've just gotten to the point where I'm going to be meandering if I try to explain more. <laughs> yes, I know. How so, as for, as for you... 
So I mentioned before that part of what I was trying to come up to terms with in my mind was, hey, we've already got Incineroar. Having two starters from the Alolan games would be weird. But also at the mm-hmm. at the height of the episode when we were talking about the three Pokemon we chose, we were just like, eh, who cares if Incineroar is in? He might not be the next game. So I'll feel like I'm kind of contradicting myself with that. Mm-hmm. With Riddleboom, I'm also looking at, hey, Generate's the new thing. It makes sense to put in the new thing. But honestly, that's not a good <coughs> argument I should be looking at for either one of these two. It should be looking mm-hmm. at who they are as characters and what they can do. And when I'm doing that, I'm leaning to Decidueye, and a large part of that is how we can move, not necessarily because Rillaboom would just be Gorilla, but with Decidueye, we have not just somebody who's going to be sniping arrows and has ghost-type attacks and flying-type attacks, <coughs> but look at those talons. I'm looking at the talons and it's just like, you can do some fun stuff with that. Probably mm-hmm. mainly with aerial moves, maybe a side smash <clears throat> or a down smash. But we have an owl-type Pokemon. Uh, owl-type. We have an owl-based <laughs> Pokemon that, sure, mm-hmm. it looks and it can move around like your standard archer. But you can also put some really interesting takes into its movesets and uh, movements and how it just animates itself <clears throat> by looking at how an owl moves and how it uses its talents when it say flying over uh, a forest to grab a mouse off the ground to eat and reaching out with its talons like that. I thought there's something really cool that you can do there. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rillaboom, Absolutely. well, not to knock on him, but he is a gorilla. We've yeah. seen how a gorilla moves. Are, do we have birds play one smash? Yes. But does Falco really count? Falco pretty much a is a human with a bird head. Yeah. And the duck <laughs> part of Duck Hunt doesn't really count either. No, no, that, not that's, really. That's kind of where I stand on Decidueye. I can be convinced, but at the moment, that's where I sit. No, I mean, with Rillaboom, as you see, there's the greatest asset that Rillaboom has is the drum. Um, there's so many ways you can use that drum. It's a big drum. I mean, I can imagine Rillaboom jumping on the drum and using that kind of uh, canvas space to be able to jump into the air as an up special. Or uh, potentially. Boom burst or, launches it into the air. Boom burst launches it into the air. Boom, Rilla boom, fly through sky. See, uh, sound waves coming from the drum, as you say, is another operative for boom burst, um, either as an up special or side. It could do, I don't know, there's there, you could probably do a lot with just beating the drum and pressing the B button or the standard or the standard special button and having the drum operate in different ways to, uh, increase the intensity or the rhythm or the type of sonic wave that's coming out of the drum. So that could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Branch poke would be hilarious. And that's about that. Uh, Wooden hammer. You you use one of, you can both of the drumsticks or rather the massive clubs to just slam down on opponents or use the whole drum and slam it down. Or maybe that's going to be two different types of intensities. Yeah. Uh, I, other than, other than that though, I mean, there's, there's a just brute force of it being a giant ape with something like mega punch or mega kick or, or using solar beam through the drum. Um, so all of that is interesting. And then having the, uh, what max growth you said as a as a final max smash? Max overgrowth is max the overgrowth. grass type uh, max move. 
Yeah. We we know he'll like, get his be... own exclusive <clears throat> Gigantamax move, but unless I'm mistaken, uh, <clears throat> with exception to a few Pokemon like the Pikachus, the exclusive Gigantamax moves have the same same animation as the regular Max moves. Just they come with an extra property to them. Right. Right. Okay, got it. And and you know another way boom burst can work too. You can you can do a drum roll as you hold down the the special button, mm-hmm. and as it's released, then the sonic boom is released further. That could be fun. Um, I don't know. I mean, what other grass moves can it possibly learn? Like leaf tornado or something Giga that drain, could be a energy ball. Giga drain energy ball. Yeah. Giga Drain could be interesting if you do it in the form of feeding Solar the drum. And... Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. Leaf. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's a drummer, so there's a lot of magical leaves going. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> no, so it's interesting. Uh, but you know, having having not played. Uh, Gen Eight, and that's pretty much it that I can that I can tell. Um. Otherwise, that's it. I mean, I guess he could use his drumsticks as boomerangs or something. That's that's as far as I can go with just on-the-fly moveset guessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's cool, and that's that, I guess. I guess uh, you're leaning to Sidjoi, correct? Yeah, I'd say so. Huh. I can be convinced, and, but that's where my lean is. Yeah, well, again, I, I don't really have much else to convince you of. I think Rillaboom's laid out on the table. So it's it's one or the other, and for me, it's just deciding between the two, because whoever wins is going to be, for me, in my head, it's a very small percentage difference um, not being as attached to these Pokemon as you, having not played the games. Uh, I choose... I choose Decidueye. Interesting. I thought you were going to go for Rillaboom and try to uh, put a tie in there. I was, but when you really reason about it, I have a lean of a personal bias because I was trying to stump for Rillaboom being a musical Pokemon and me being the music guy. It would have made sense. It would have been entertaining. But uh, at the end of the day, the hype for Decidueye and the different types of moves that you can pull in that are different than anything else... And just the differences, period. Because Rillaboom, there's always that tiny little shadow Donkey Kong to consider. Decidueye, there really just is not anything like it. Arrows be damned, because I I just don't consider that to be that much of a, of a deal. So um, just having that more uh, with character, um, it, it, it would represent something that ultimately in Smash, in the scope of Smash, mm-hmm. I think Decidueye would be more unique overall. That's fair. Yeah. So, um, Rillaboom, though, that was a that was a hard loss. I almost was going to go for it. Um, Me too. Yeah, and that's surprising because I I thought that we were going to just give Decidueye an easy win, but it was a hard win. Yeah. It was still a win. But but I actually feel I feel a little bad for Rillaboom. Honestly, what what a large part of what made me back off of Rillaboom was when I was realizing I shouldn't be thinking about Incineroar 
when I'm looking at this, I should be looking at this purely between these characters. What generation they're from, that doesn't matter for how we set up Smasher Dashes. It's yeah, I mean, it could compare this character to this other <clears throat> character, not, hey, compare the representation against this other representation. I mean, technically yeah. speaking, we can make whatever argument we want. We could say, hey, put a Fire Emblem character against a, uh, I, um, another Earthbound character and say, hey, I don't have this character from Earthbound because we have too many Fire Emblems. You can make that argument. But yeah. in this instance, it just didn't feel right. I agree, because it's not really about realism. It's about what we Yeah. So, so uh, in this case, we're aligned on a very loose alliance with the Sijuai. Uh You know, I will say, though, if the Sijuai and Rillaboom were both in, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, that would be good. I, I would care because that's too much for me. Yeah, but I mean, we have Incineroar and Charizard. <laughs> at least, but, at but, least to me, this but this duo Charizard would be better is part than that. Of the Pokemon trainer, so it's different. That that's something that I think a lot true. of people forget. And <laughs> when you're talking about Pokemon and the starter trios, is they're saying, yeah, we have two fire type starters. But if you're going to make that argument, you would say also we have two water type starters because we have fucking Squirtle. We have Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard all part of one moveset. Now, mm -hmm, the Pokemon Trainer mm -hmm. mechanic was dropped again, and we had Charizard and, and, and Incineroar, and then Greninja, and still no Grass Starter in the next game, then yeah, that's a little fucking weird. But Charizard, <laughs> for me, honestly, he doesn't come into the equation. In Smash 4, he did, because we didn't have Squirtle or Ivysaur anymore. We only had Charizard and Greninja, so it made mm -hmm. sense to think about a Grass Starter. But oh, we put Pokemon Trainer mechanic back. I don't give a fuck about Charizard and his place in the starter trio. He does, He's not part of it. It's Incineroar, Greninja, and then whoever Grass Starter would be. Don't you miss Rock Smash, though? Honestly, I liked Rock Smash as a move, so yes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> it wasn't a bad move. I enjoyed it. Was it the best move it was for much... competitive players? No. Am I a competitive player? No. No, neither am I. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed smashing rocks. Too bad. Well, Decidueye wins. Decidueye wins. We'll see you next time, Rillaboom and Ezra Superior. Yeah, you were part of the conversation. You were. <laughs> so, in conclusion, Black Shadow and Decidueye are the winners of this Smasher Dash episode. Cheers! Congratulations. You have done what the your black... other friends could not. Exactly. And may the black bull forever ride. On Decidueye? Uh, Decidueye will carry it with its talons, yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I think it's time to wrap <clears throat> things up. Uh, hey, do you know what our next episode is? Yeah, episode 16 of Supercast Brothers is going to be an on-topic episode. Back <gasps> to the start of the cycle. Uh, our sixth, the the kickoff of our sixth cycle, if you're that interested. It's going to be a discussion, an open discussion on Amiibos and Smash, the functionality, how they currently work in Super Smash Brothers, where we hope to take it, and our views on the functionality of Amiibos, kind of where we are with all of the Amiibos that have come out and that are yet to come, like all the DLC Amiibos. So, that'll be fun, right? I think so. I think so, too. So, it'll be interesting. In the meantime, without any further ado, unless you have some final words, I guess we can let the people go. Friends, 
Countrymen, <coughs> good night. Good night, and remember, Azurda fly through sky. <laughs>